So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Steven. Make sure to follow him on all of social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website snsnapshots.com so if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project contact sn snapshots now Welcome to SD Podcast episode 248. Steven is here, Finn is here, and as you heard from the start of the show, that was Taps by Danny's dad Pete on Memorial Day. What's up, Danny? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, my my parents, uh, they watch CBS morning news on Sunday mornings. So they're like, oh yeah, if you, you play the horn, play it at 3 p.m. And then he's like, oh, maybe I do that. So we're like, all right, cool, do it. So... <laughs> It was hey. an awesome job out of my dad. Awesome, awesome job. And you know what's funny? Um, I was thinking about this because I was thinking about if I've ever seen him play, right, before. And I was like, how long have I known Danny that I've never seen him play? And I thought about it in, like, the first, like, memories of us is middle school hallway, right? Mm-hmm. That's almost 20 years. Well, it is 20 years. Well, this coming up September would be 20 years Actually, no, you're right. No, yeah, this coming up September would have started my seventh grade, which is when I like, okay. vaguely remember seeing you oh, in the hallway. Fair enough, yeah. So 20 years is coming up this coming up, this coming up, quote-unquote, school year, which is crazy to think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that makes you feel old. Yeah. Yeah, thank, thanks a lot. And a lot of brain, da- <laughs> a lot of brain damage. I'm, I'm, watching, <laughs> I'm watching an Islander game when I was 10 years old right now steve's telling me uh we met 20 years ago so it's good times the only time i might as well get into it the only time i remember like talking to you 20 years ago was the monday after the nfc championship game because it was just like yeah we're going to the fucking super bowl me as an eighth grader and you in the seventh grader when we were in that hall like the outside courtyard waiting to go in playing handball and everything else that's right that's the only time i that's the only time i really remember interacting with 41 because we were both yeah so that was just that so yeah thanks for making me feel old anytime (laughs) what we do best on this show 
you should see the stuff Vin and mm-hmm. I talk about. And if you guys really want to feel old, you guys really want to feel old. This weekend was the this past weekend um, was the 30th anniversary of the first Ninja Turtle movie. Oh, you bet. I love that movie. That was that was arguably the. Do best we one. still like it though? Yes. Uh, I don't think it holds up. <laughs> probably does not hold up. I still like it. Because <laughs> of nostalgic reasoning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm forever going to be two years old. So leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you didn't see it when you were two. You saw it when you're yeah. like four the, and five. The first one I remember actually seeing was the second one. I saw it at my grandma's in Brooklyn. And then the first time I remember really going to the movie theaters, you know, it's funny, Vin and I, were we, not, were we doing a podcast and we talked about this? The first time ever going to a movie with our friends? The first time I remember. This was I, last week, yeah, last week after Danny went off, we I brought up going to the, the first time going to the movie, so the first, like, with your friends, without your parents. So the first time I remember actually going to the movies themselves was Ninja Turtles 3 with my dad. Okay. The third one. Danny, do you was... remember the first time like you went with your friends to the movie? Oh, crap. What was that Ryan Reynolds movie? Ryan Reynolds Van movie. Wilder. Yeah, Van Wilder. <laughs> Somehow. <is> I... <laughs> it's the only one Somehow. I could think of, of when Danny was younger. Right. <laughs> that had right. to be like... That, what I, I don't what know. I was... Somehow, some way, someone's parents bought the tickets and we were like kind of nervous, but it was still like PG-13, so it was fine, but we're like, oh, well, maybe... <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, have a fun time, and it was Van Wilder, so... Right. So, this is what I was saying to Steven last week, that the first movie you go to see with your friends is always a stupid movie like that, that your parents are like, Rat this race. is it, I'm not going to this one. His was Rat Race, mine was Malibu's Most Wanted. So it's oh, just, boy. It's, all right, you, all clearly, the you, clearly lo- you clearly lose, though. Right, I do. Oh, for sure, I lose. <laughs> But, like, <laughs> it's all the same type of stupid comedy movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, God. So, speaking of movies, kind of goes yes. into another topic that we discussed slightly last week, Vin. Um, which got us questioning after two hours of podcasting, and we figured we'd save it for this week. Top five moments in sports, or top five sports movies that made you cry in the moment. All right? I'm going to let one of mm-hmm. you start us off. Whoever wants to start it off. Let me get to my notes. Well, let, let me first say, let me first say this. Yeah. There, um these moments didn't really make you I didn't make me cry, but it it like pulled your heartstrings. I'll be the first to admit I cry a lot, so it doesn't even matter. So, it's not even a macho thing. It's just, I didn't really cry at these. But they did pull my heartstrings enough to the verge of probably crying. And if it got me on the right day, I probably would cry. So, um, do you want me to go 5 to 1 or 1 to 5? Do 5 to 1. Do you want to go every... You want to just do 5s? You want to do 5s? You want to just do it like that? Yeah, let's just do it that way. Okay. There. So Danny says his five, and then you'll go, I'll go whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll okay, just keep so going. I'm, I'm just going through the five? No, no, you're going to just say your five, I'll then go, Vin I'll, will go I'll, five, five. Okay. then okay, I'll do cool, five, cool. then you'll do four, and then we'll, okay. just get, then we'll get to, we'll get to yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so my number five um, was League of Their Own. 
when Betty finds out her husband oh. died in oh. World War II. Shit, Danny, that's yeah, a good one. That was a good one. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I'll I never forget that. Wow. I'll, I'll never forget that part when that happened. You're just like, oh shit. And like the, and the telegram guy was being a dick, and it was just like, yeah, wow, damn, like oh, that fucking man. hurts. I completely just forgot about that movie. Oh, I feel so bad. I, I remember the movie, but like I don't remember parts from the movie enough to have any of them on my list. Vin, you're up. Go for it. That that was the only extreme part that would make you cry. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I have number five at. I I have an honorable mention. The honorable mention is Miracle. I always get like, not emo- not crying, but like you know, like goosebumps at the end of that movie. Emotion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Number five, Field of Dreams. The obviously the the playing catch with his dad scene, but even just like that's your number five. Scene. Yeah, how is I that have it at number five? five. Yeah, I'm, I know, I know. <laughs> if that's well, your number five, can we can we not talk about it then? Because I'm sure it means okay, we'll have that right. higher. Then. Everybody yeah. knows we will go honestly because the the my top three, I legitimately cry. Okay. okay. So okay, fair enough. Go ahead. All right. So my number five was. The third Mighty Ducks movie, Hans's funeral. Oh, Ooh, wow! Bombay wow, coming cool. with the, the Bombay that with, have, the, that with was, the jersey that's... going. Just remember, Hans taught us to fly. Done. I done. Every time you touch the ice, remember Damn. it was Hans that taught us how to fly. That is emotional. Let me that's, tell you. That's definitely in my honorable. I'm putting that in my honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have sure. an honorable mention list too. For sure. Oh man, <laughs> that moment. That moment just. That was probably oh. the worst of the three movies, but that moment will always be forever. Yeah. Like just. Damn. Wow. And like you knew he was dying too in the movie. Like when you when you watch that movie, and Charlie goes and he's like coughing. And they're like fighting, you know Hans right. is dying. Right. So and Carl like, and Charlie's being a dick to him. Right. Right, right, right. Alright. Who's up for four? Uh Danny. I go this. Um Alright. So uh Friday Night Lights the movie. I never watched the show. And I think I'm at the point of Do it. I'm already too Hulu. far not watching the show. Okay, maybe. Hulu. Uh when Booby when Booby Miles cleans out his locker acting all cool. But the second he calls into the car with his dad, he breaks down and crying because he messed up his knee and he's supposed to get all his scholarship. And he goes, "How am I? What am I supposed to do now? I, I when I only have football?" So that that was a heartstring moment. Uh, I can't do the voice justice, but if you've seen the movie, you know the part I'm talking about. I've, the thing is, yeah. is like, I don't like the movie as much as i like the sh- the show is just too good for me to like the movie enough to get a moment out of that movie the problem is with the movie's the book though right but you gotta you gotta watch the show like there are mo- there are characters Vin and i were talking about it that actually go both in both the movie and show we were actually talking gotcha. about it recently but the right. show like the first episode your heart's gonna beat like skip three beats just that's all i'm gonna say yeah. We're not doing TV shows, so we're not even talking about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right my number four is funny. It's the same movie. Friday Night Lights, the movie. But the end. Where oh, like, yeah. That, that was... just didn't score. And, like, the score, the music that's going is perfect. 
and then Tim McGraw puts his ring on the son's finger, and it's like, oh, again, I wouldn't say like actually cry, but that's that gets me every time. Mm-hmm. The movie Miles one that was I was going between those two, but the end of the movie is always a little more. And then they go through where all the kids went and everything and what they did, and right. you see like a new like uh, crop of young kids. It's like he know. threw the football to the young kids. Right, exactly. Um, all right, so my I like num- the movie a lot. My number three. Four. Four, sorry. We are Marshall. Mm. Matthew McConaughey's cemetery scene after the plane crash. Like when they're all together Oof. before the big game before the game and yeah. he's just giving that speech. It's like just I don't know if you ever watch like Matthew McConaughey like YouTube videos, like his motivational stuff. But I can listen to that guy talk all day. Yeah. <laughs> that that guy can talk and talk all day and I will listen to every word he says. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that the, the cemetery screen, the cemetery scene when they're going before they're playing a game, and he's just yeah. telling them about keeping their heads up. And you know who else is in that movie? Falcon. Just remember that, Vin. Falcon is in the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Luke Wilson. And Luke Wilson. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, number three, Danny. All right, Angels in the Outfield. When George adopts Roger. And asks, oh. what about JP? And he goes, I can never leave JP. Damn, Ooh, Danny. Wow, that was a good one. You're pulling out the... St- I was thinking Angels in the Outfield when he, like, the ain't... Um, Christopher Lloyd tells him that, that Tony is going to die. Yes. Uh, he tells the kid. That was where I was thinking. But that's a good one, too, at the end of that. Oh, man. What about JP? And he goes, man, you know I can never leave JP. Yeah, that... but there's like a delay in it because you're like, he's yeah, not, you're not sure. Right, because oh, he's yeah. so good. excited. He's right, like so excited I, that he's getting. He's already crying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn, that's a good one. All right, my number three is the same thing. Steven said as his number four, the the cemetery scene. Really, a lot of scenes in We Are Marshall, kind of in general. Like, there's a scene where. The, well, the crash, and then the girl, <laughs> Kate Mara, like, yes, Kate Mara goes and talks to the guy, to the dad, or like he talks to her. He goes and talks to her at the restaurant. Right, right, right. When, like and she's still wearing the, game the or something. engagement ring. Yeah, and she, he's like, "You need to move on," that kind of thing. That was, but yeah, mainly the cemetery speech. Really, the whole movie. It's a very good movie. A great role, like you said, Matthew McConaughey is awesome in that movie. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, number three, we are Marshall. Okay, so number three for me. Uh, I'm just getting emotional thinking about it. G baby, hardball. Oh. <laughs> yeah, from the moment he gets shot, right, knowing that he's going to get shot, from that moment, all the way through Keanu telling the story about the semis. Just, <sighs> just yeah, that's it's like four minutes, four to five minutes. Unfortunately, that was in my honorable mention. Because I remember being yeah. at the movie theater when that came out. That may have actually been like one of the first movies I ever saw without my parents. But um, yeah, it was like 2005. I think that movie came out. Something like that, yeah. And yeah. I just remember like the whole place just you just heard the gasp and you're just like, wait, no, 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 save him, no. And then just like 
Keanu again another great role Keanu's speech in the at the funeral yep just and then his brother showing up with the band for Keanu in the championship game ah <sighs> <and, sighs> uh, just heartbreaking yeah 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 okay all right sorry all right, Danny, you're up. Another one. Um, I'm shocked we haven't talked about this movie yet, so I'm, I'm breaking the ice with this movie. Uh, remember the Titans when because Julius sees Gary... Three, that's why. No, I know, I know. <laughs> that's why we haven't... When, Ju- when Julius sees Gary Bertier in the hospital after the car accident, and when he when all, the only person that Gary wanted to see was Julius... And the nurse said uh, he can't be in here. And she, and he, Gary goes, Alice, you blind. You can't see the resemblance. That's my brother. Done. Forget it. Wrap it up. <sighs> Done. That, and after all that. I'm just going to call it he, out. I actually he's had upset that, that he wasn't all, there. All from, the car acci- all from the car accident on. Just yes. pure. And then I think that whole movie. Again, another one of those. And Julius uh, was uh, said that he, what if he should have been with him and all that other fun stuff. So, yep, heartstring moment. So, uh, overall, great movie. Um, that's my number yeah, two. Also, I mean, so you're up, up in. That is also my number two. We could all just we could just run through that. It's the same thing. Um, even I, I watched it the other day, and like the, the funeral, they have the funeral at the end. Yep. You know why they're all coming back mm-hmm. with, the just, do- he, with the daughter react- giving the speech yes mm-hmm. he's reacting in the in the the uh the room during the, the hospital room during the game and they're all just telling him to stop he, he doesn't he holds on to the ball it's just so good yep and again literal tears from the car action all right danny number all right uh... number one yeah um <laughs> Catch with his father, okay. and his father saying, "Is this is this heaven?" Uh, and he goes, "No, this is Iowa." And he goes, "I could have sworn it was heaven." Yikes! Um, and then has a catch with his dad. Uh, self-explanatory. Um, yep, feel the dreams. I have it at number one yeah. too. Also, hey dad, do you want to have a catch? Just that moment. Yeah. It- it's, I mean, it's obviously, like I said, it was my number five. It's up there. It's it's emotional. I have G-Baby as number one. That's my okay. number one. I mean, it'll always be. Okay. All right. Do, do you guys have uh, honorable mentions? Yeah, I have, like I said, Miracle. Um, That's really, I couldn't think of any else. What else do you have, Danny? You had, um, you're the only one with the honorable mentions. I didn't really think about honorable mentions. I was getting teary well, thinking I, I of these five. I have, uh, I have G-Baby. I have G-Baby. Right, right, right. Um, for me, personally, like, loving Notre Dame, I always have Rudy running out of the Got tunnel. Got it. And uh, Brian's song, when Gail uh, Sayers' speech about Brian Piccolo. See, the, the, the you, original one. You know what's yeah. funny? You know what's funny is I, was, I went for a... Uh, do my cardio on my skates the other day and i get back in the car and i always turn the car on especially because to just get the ac kind of like running through me and i'm listening to the fan i think it was mark Maluso that was on and okay. he's and he started talking about that he's like 
always got me always emotional brian's song the moment at the end when they're in the hospital and like and that's funny that you bring it up and like that was on there the other day yeah and then uh obviously i said rudy running out of the tunnel and then uh win one for the gipper and all american with uh ronald reagan being the actor uh being gipper for since i was a Notre Dame fan pretty much those are what i got yeah yeah, that yeah. Was like, nothing there. Yeah, no, I know. Just Rudy always hit me differently, uh, no matter what. But it it didn't crack the list because of obvious reasons. Right. Sure, I could imagine being a fan of the team that it would. Yeah. So. Other than that, yeah, that's about it. That's my. Those are my honorable mentions. All right. All right. Um, yeah, go for it. No, no, go for it. I got nothing, so go for it. No, like, <laughs> another movie that we didn't really mention, because it wasn't really sad, sad, but The Natural was a very good baseball movie as well. Oh, yeah, don't get I... me wrong. Base... Baseball movies oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Ones. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've never seen The Natural, and it's awful, I know. But, you should like, just go so... stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> I really should. I... I had a plan, which is funny and a little sad at the moment. <laughs> like, during during Christmas, I, like, watch as many Christmas movies as I can. I love Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. So right. I decided to do the same thing this March with baseball movies. I was going to watch a baseball movie every day. And then I got to, like, March 13th, and then baseball stopped. And I was like, well, I'm not going to keep freaking doing this. <laughs> so I had a plan to watch it at the beginning of this year. And now the plan has stopped. So maybe if we get an official date for baseball coming back... I'll watch The Natural. You know what else we didn't talk about, Vin? Draft Day. His dad. His mom <laughs> yelling at him to sprinkle the, I, the ashes on the on the field. The fact <laughs> that you brought that up, I was going to put it as my fake number one just to piss Danny off. No, no, no. But I didn't think he'd be like, I thought he'd just. Honestly, I don't remember the whole movie because the ending was so bad. <laughs> You can't tell me that's not realistic, Dan. They trade away three <laughs> number ones, Daniel. And to still get, end up, to get the one back. To get the linebacker. Three number twos to get the one back. <laughs> they, they, traded back they traded their first pick to go back to their first pick. And they still it's, ended yeah, up with the back. guy they wanted. You guys ever yeah. see the movie The Sixth Man? Yeah, Marlon Wayans. I... I seen parts of it. I know what you're talking about. Okay, because I'm just looking at movies right now. Just sports movies and thinking about movies I've I've seen and like don't remember seeing, but I was just like I remember that movie. That one wasn't bad. No. Nah. Obviously Air Buds. Ow, that was not, none of us put Air Buds in there. Well I mean Air Buds got a little emotion in the one with the the guy with the clown. The first one. I don't know if that's the first one or the second it's the first the, one, right? That is the first one. Yeah, because the, sec- the second one they steal the dog too. The, the the football one they steal the dog too. Did the dog ever not get stolen? I mean, they're not very good owners. <laughs> well, technically, it wasn't their dog in the first one. Well, he stole it in the first place, I guess, right? Yeah. The rest, the, the wrestler the would definitely the wrestler somebody. would be on an honorable mention list for me. Interesting. Yeah, because I don't. I just, I never, I didn't like that movie to be completely honest. 
Vin, I'm going to blow your mind right now with an honorable mention for you. I'm ready. Okay. Danny, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Gridiron Gang. I thought about it. I really yeah, thought about it. When, when, he, when he gets shot. The guy gets shot, yeah. And the, then the... Well, when the, the cousin gets shot in the beginning, and then the guy gets shot in the field later on. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The Rock's good. The Rock's just the best. Did you uh-huh. see... Did you guys see the video of him with... Um, 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 um. He posted it today. He's sitting there with his daughter on the lap singing the Moana song for the 8,000th time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't see that video, but I will never get tired of that song. And she's and he goes, do you believe it yet that I'm him? And she goes, no. <laughs> well, and, she, and she's like one and a half, maybe. Listen, that yeah. was a good movie. I, I'm sorry. I looked at I was looking at a list of like um, sports movies. That made it like I think it was like a Bleacher Report list about crying in sports movies. I saw that. They said money one movie. Yeah, when Moneyball. Who would you cry in Moneyball? <laughs> yeah, what was? What are you crying it's at Moneyball? So I read it and I said like at the end when they when Scott Hattenberg gets that hit and you just see the emotion on Brad Pitt and I'm like, oh. I'm just pumped up that Chris Pratt got a hit. I mean, you can't be. You know, how could you not be romantic about baseball? It's a wonderful line, but <laughs> right. not. Frigging! I'm not gonna cry over it. Oh, um, well, you guys ever see the movie Warrior, the UFC movie with Tom Hardy? Yeah, it was actually on one of the movie channels the other you know, day. That's funny. That's not a top movie of his, and I've never seen it. It's very good. That's and that's got like an emotional because like it's him and his brother. His brother is a was played by a, a fairly big actor too. I just forgot who it was. And like they're like. It's the classic competing over one of them who's gonna make it, the other one's not, and Tom Hardy's like a fuck up. It's it's a good movie. Well, that's similar to I don't know if you guys have seen The Fighter with Wahlberg yeah, it's and Yeah, sort Nail. of like that one. Uh, I wouldn't say emotional, but that was good Fighter. because what made that movie good, The Fighter, was that that movie came out in the middle of Christian Bale doing Batman movies. So he um, lost yeah. all that weight. To go do this Absolutely. movie. Right, after the first Batman movie. Then he had to regain it to do Dark Knight. Yeah, was... oh, it's absolutely crazy. Um, the, and it's the not the first time he's ever done that. And it's not but it's first... also like, I think I, I was reading an article that like how he gains weight. And one of them, I don't know if it was this time or a different time. He just ate like melted ice cream and olive oil. It was, it was like a disgusting combination or something. Right, but like it's like it's just pure fat that he's just eating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that guy is out of his mind. Yeah, and then uh, he was in what was he in recently? He did who was he? Uh, Dick Cheney. He was. Yeah, that was probably. a good movie. Was it? Did you like it? You liked it? I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't mind. It was good. I I haven't seen it yet, but it looked good. Like I like Sam Rockwell too. He was Bush, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those like really good casts, but like he said that after that movie came out, that he was done with the going back and forth. Done. No, no, he wasn't like done yeah. with movies, but he was done with the going right. back and forth with the the body transformation with the body mm-hmm. transformations. Because he did it. What else was he in that he did it? Um, it wasn't. Well, Warrior. He did a Warrior. He did it. 
them. He, he's done it multiple times. I'm drawing a right. blank. Um, the Illusionist. There was one where he got like yeah, so skinny, and it wasn't American Psycho. That was because that was early. I don't know. He was. He was very no. He wasn't very. He was pretty normal in the Big Short, and it wasn't really like a physical role. He was just. If you haven't seen the Big Short, watch the Big Short. That's a good movie. Uh-huh. Trying to think of the movie where he got like super skinny. It's like I, I gotta watch the Big Short. Everyone keeps saying it's like a big entrepreneur type of movie. Christian Bale. I mean, it's very. Uh, it's very yeah. It's very interesting. Oh, the, Ford vs. Ferrari, maybe? He the mechanic. Christian I Bale looks like one. Skeleton, lost 62 pounds to do The Machinist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, Danny, definitely see Ford vs. Ferrari. It's a good I heard, one. I heard yeah, I've been waiting for it. Yeah, I've been waiting for it to hit the movie channels. Yep. Uncut Gems is funny on Netflix. I'm going to watch that sometime, hopefully this week. This, If not... The weekend, I'm excited about that. I, I thought about I it today. Too. That. Literally today, I was like, I'm gonna watch Uncut Gems tonight, and then I kept, I just put on Sons of Anarchy, and I just kept going. <laughs> I, ha- uh, I have a Hulu t- complaint. I have my official Hulu complaint. Every time it goes into next episode, they make you watch the recap and also the intro. That's annoying. They don't have a skip. Nope. No I mean, skips. the shows that they put. The shows with the recaps at the beginning are annoying anyway. Because here's the thing. I went to go watch because it was bothering me with Friday Night Lights, um, which I saw the ending of the movie the other day, so it made me want to watch the show again. So I went on Prime because I knew that it kept coming up as like a suggested show on Prime. But if you watch it's them, got it's got commercials. Show, yeah. Yep. I don't know it's if I, I am, uh, It's IMDb TV. Yeah, it's annoying. Is Does John Ryan have like commercials and things like that, Danny? Because... No, straight through. Because no. I was thinking about watching that the other day, but and I started it, and it got it was like super slow to start. Like there was no does he like is oh he like yeah a, yeah does he like turn into like a big time like using a gun? Oh yeah, oh yes yes yes. It, okay, it's, uh, so it's, it's a build. It's a build. Okay, so they got to build him up gotta, to kind of turn him into that person. Yeah, yes yes. It's a it's a build. Yes. You you have to stick with it. I got to the point they, were, they went like, to they went to like whatever town it was. Right, yeah, he was an office guy, but something happened in his yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. Something definitely happened in his past. I could tell that by the first couple of minutes. Yes. And then, and yeah, then they went it, overseas, but somebody else started shooting guns. So I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Wait for it. Yeah. Okay, so continue. All right, well, I'm halfway through season, almost done with season two of Sons of Monarchy. I'm like flying through that right now, so. And you could just stop at like season five. Cause and and the, I, I, finished, stop that, I finished Ozark yesterday. Day. That show is pretty good. How long were those episodes? Half hour? Uh, it's an hour, yeah. so thirty episodes though. So yeah, but they blow by you. They blow by once once you get into the groove of it. Okay. Right. And you do not like anybody on the show. It's one of those shows. <laughs> like, yeah. They're Everybody... all good. You know the actors and actresses, but but you don't like like any of them in the show. Oh. Yeah, oh, they're they're all they're all they're, they're all shitty people. Oh, they're characters. they're all awful human beings. Yeah, okay, <laughs> good. That's that's a good. I mean, it's a good show. Yeah, no, yeah, they're all, all biggest big big pieces of shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. There's not even one like there maybe one character. I'm like, all right, I I could. 
you can know like with those shows you like defend it like yeah this guy sells heroin and crystal meth but he has to you know he, he has cancer and he's providing for his family yeah not not this show this show is just like yeah everybody's a big piece of shit so it's definitely it's interesting if you got nothing going on i'd, I'd watch it okay okay fair enough fair enough Alrighty, so that's that one. Um, yeah, I tried to join mine, and then I was going to go do, but it was like also 12 o'clock at night, Friday night. So I was just like halfway mm-hmm. watching. So definitely got to like get into, again, Sons of Anarchy, just for whatever reason, I saw somebody watching it the other day, and it just made me want to, just one of those, oh, like, yeah. all right, I, I can knock it out in a couple of days. And it's, uh, like I said. Yeah, it's, it's with Jack show. Ryan's, Halfway through, like, the first episode. If it's not the first episode, episode two, he he, he turns into a badass. Okay, cool. So. Because he's, like, rowing a boat and biking in the beginning. I'm like, all right, Lance Armstrong, blow somebody yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Yep. Um, and then, what was the other thing that I was, like, checking out? I forgot what it was. Uncut Gems. Oh, have you guys seen Miss Missy yet? Wrong Missy yet. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it the first weekend. Ben, wrong Missy. I don't know what that is. Adam Sandler's the is. new Madison production on Netflix. Yeah, David Spade, Spade's the it's, Spade's the lead. Spade's the lead, and uh, Nick Schwartz is in it. He he got big. Least favorite of the yeah, film. he got really big. I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I think I'm out on that one. <laughs> Who Spade? I, of the, of the crew, I like Spade the least. Like, oh yeah. The yeah, there's no doubt about it. But oh, this yeah. movie he's, wasn't bad. This movie most, was actually pretty funny. Like volatile. He almost got like, yeah, beaten up by Roman Reigns early in the movie. Yeah. Like, obviously, Once Rob, again, even even Schneider, I like better than him. The, the I use this. Of, oh, I love Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah, he's I, great. I can't look at Rob Schneider and not laugh. Right. Oh, and in this movie, he's great. Yeah, Rob Schneider. Yeah, Rob, Rob Schneider's Schneider. part is the, literally the best part of the movie. I, I think. Remember the movie The Animal? That was yeah. such a weird goddamn movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, he has, like, animal instincts or whatever. Because yeah, it was his back-to-back one. movies when he did that, and it was the one he, like, like brainwashed into a girl or something. Yeah, there was that one. What was that one called? The chick no, ho- or the hot girl chick. or something. Wasn't it Hot Chick? The, the Hot woman. Chick or something like that? I think it was The Hot yeah. Chick. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was like back to back movies. They had like Rob Schneider like get brainwashed and turned into yeah. an animal and Well that and was because girl. that was because yeah, it's called the hot chick. Um but that was because yep. In, yep. he was the hot guy then. When you think about it, because think about it, Deuce oh, Bigelow no, yeah, came out in ninety nine. Sure, sure. Look, I'm looking at it right here. Deuce Bigelow came out in ninety nine, Animal was two thousand one and Hot Chick was two thousand two. Right, so that oh, was yeah. his run. He had his run. Right. Yeah, and then no, he did I, I know Deuce it was his run, but it was just Funny how it was like two of the same movie in a roundabout right. way. They could have picked a different to- a different thing for him to do. Right. 2005 was the second Deuce Bigelow when he was in Europe. And then 2006 was Benchwarmers. Yeah. Benchwarmers was right. so good. Very good. But he's you like know there's a the second normal one guy in that, which is weird. Yeah, I saw that on Amazon Prime. I didn't watch it, though, but I've seen it. Like, <laughs> oof. Or is it Netflix? One of the two. It's rem- on, yeah, I think it's on Netflix. I remember getting I, the I, email I, about I, it, and I sent it to Vin, and I go, what? What is this junk that I am being sent? Like, yeah, 
I, I, I scroll past it every time. I want to know what genius decided to do it. And the good thing about, um, and by the way, another thing that actually told me to watch was Real Rob. It's a show with Rob Schneider. It's on Netflix. Okay. He said it was really good. Um, let's see. It's only like two seasons, maybe three seasons. It looks like. Right. Yeah, it looks like two seasons. IMDB gave it six, but whatever. It is what it is. The SND Podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, SNDblog.com. We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and of course, share with all your family and friends. So, big news from the NHL today. Danny had to step away, so we just thank you for joining us, Danny. You're Got stuck, new dad thing. You're stuck with us. Yeah, new, <laughs> new dad things to do. So Ral- now, Ashbury, Virginia, and Brian Rosen are stuck with us. Yes. Now, <laughs> Ashburn, Virginia, and our our friends and family are stuck with us now. Um. Right. So the NHL made its announcement about its plan to return to play today. Um, the Yay. plan for its quote-unquote playoff format came out the other day. Uh, I think it was like Friday. Um, but now we have a plan. The regular season is officially done. Fine. Right? They have Perfectly canceled fine. the regular season. Fine. The... Which makes sense. Right. If you If this was coming out in the beginning of May... And you told me June first was a possibility, maybe. But you would have had to like camp would have started already. By the time you were listening to this, camp would have started. Correct. Speaking of listening um, to this, when this is out there, I need to throw out a big shout out before we forget to my okay. mother because this episode is getting released on her birthday, her sixtieth. So happy birthday, mom! Shout shout out, mom! Happy birthday, <laughs> Brian! Make sure you tell him I said that. I need Brian to call your mother and say he wished you a happy birthday. You oh, don't have to tell her in person. Just I, have Brian call her and say you said it. Yeah, that I I'm gonna I'll get that for him. I'll get that. <laughs> um So after no more regular season, we have a quote unquote playoff twenty four team playoff format. Quote unquote. Now, I have a couple... I'm not saying I have issues with this. Um, I'm okay with the, the plan for it. Okay. Um, the top 12 teams in each conference, based on points percentage through the end of the season that was played... I took pictures of everything on that Gary Bettman screen showed us today. Which, by the way, this is the first time I never booed him. Like... <laughs> right. I mean, I, he's just out of it. Um, for the for the first time ever, like normally we see his face and it's either the Stanley Cup or they're going on strike. But this time he's like, "Yo, we're gonna play." So there will be a qualifying round. So it's not technically the playoffs, but the bottom eight teams from those twelve teams in each conference. So anybody that wasn't a top four seed plays. 
to get into the playoffs, to get into a classic eight-team playoff. Which, if you really look four, at, which, by the way, if you really look at it, um, is basically the top four from the season, basically the one and two from each conference, each division, when you think about it. The top four, you're saying? Yeah, so, like, for example, in the East, Correct. the top two is, the top four is Boston, Tampa, Washington, and Philly. That's two Atlantic teams, two, two uh, Metro? Two teams? Metros. We call ourselves now? Is that what I we're forget these what we days? call ourselves. Yeah, I forget what we call ourselves. And then in the West, I don't know you have if the Blues, is... the Avs, the Knights, and the Stars. Actually, I think three of them are from one. I, I'm saying I think those three are, those are three West teams, and then the Blues. I think. <laughs> and then anyway, the Blues. Um, yeah, the Blues. Um, so the top four teams, which is interesting, play a a first round seeding. They play a round robin tournament to determine their actual seeding. So the Lightning could be the one seed, the Flyers could be the one seed, the Capitals could be the one seed. Which I'm okay with. It all with. depends on. But what... they're playing, and they're playing each other. I'm okay with it. They're playing each other, and I'm okay with it because they need to one. They need to get in. They can't be. They have their first game be the second round game that they play against whoever wins. So having them play for something. In something, I think is a good idea, and also gives My them problem, the opportunity to play games too. That's the most important part. They're going to get, yeah. they're going to get the chance to play games. Right? They can't. They're, like I said, their first games can't be the second round that are that's against a team that's just had a, a five game first round series. Whatever. I mean, they're calling the second round the first round. This is all confusing language. Right. What I don't like about this is that the second and this is something I hate about the NHL in general. Is that the playoff format is a bracket and not they don't reseed. Every other league in the world reseeds. In this set- setup, so like the the matchups in the first round are Pittsburgh and who's the five seed against Montreal, who's the twelve seed. Carolina is the six seed. The Rangers are the eleven seed. The Islanders, who are the seven seed, against Florida, who's a ten seed. And Toronto, who's eight, plays Columbus, who's nine. Okay, so I'm gonna just put it on out there because I'm looking at the uh, the standings. By the way, you are right; it's uh, th- it's three and one out of the West. That yeah, that's what I figured. Okay, that of this right. So I'm looking at the conference. So top eight usually make the playoffs. So the Islanders would have missed right if this was the regular season and they played all the games. The Islanders are out. The Rangers are out. Florida's no. out. Montreal's out. Just so you know. No. Based on points. Point. It's points percentage. Right, right, right. But if this was a regular season thing, the Eastern Conference would be Washington, Philly, Pittsburgh out of the Metro. Boston, Tampa, Toronto out of the Atlantic. Carolina and Columbus would be the wildcard teams. They both have 81 points. The Islanders had 80. I know, but... It's based on points percentage. I know, I know. I'm just going. I'm going based on if this, if nothing happened, and they just played it. If out. nothing else happened, and and they went by points, right? They'd be dumb. That's what it is. You have to go by points percentage. Right, right. We're the seventh. The Islanders are the. The Islanders are the seventh seed, so they would have made the playoffs regardless. No, they according wouldn't. to this. Well, that's because of point percentage. But if they were just going by points, they would have missed it, based on regular it, playoff rules. But that's dumb. Okay. And um, not, somehow, Edmonton's but, a two seed. I don't 
<laughs> okay, so what I don't like, so the Islander, the winner of the Islanders Florida series plays whoever is the second seed after this round robin tournament. At the moment, it's Tampa. Whoever happens is to be the second. Is that how it's going though? Yes. Yes. The winner. I mean, it should. It should go into cause, it. Because thing. Hold on, I ha- I took this picture. Conference based playoffs bracket format or each round determined by seeding they haven't decided yet which way they're going to do it they're still figuring out like the oh, logistics to be determined. Of it. okay yes yes but yes so the qualifying round will be played for the top seed in the first round first seed, and they also haven't decided if the first and second round will be best of fives or sevens the first round the the it's qualifying five. rounds right yeah. are going to be fives but the first round itself may actually be a best of five as well. We're right, still working out some kinks. The conference and the cup finals are best of seven series. Correct. The first round, I guess, could still be a, t- a, a, a so five. In, so here, but, so fa- phase four. In each conference, seeding by point percentage, round robin, top four teams play for first round seeding with regular season overtime rules. So ideally, they're going to have shootouts. Okay. However, yes, because it's just it's the most points. They're just playing a, a round robin thing. Like they're each going to play each other once. Whoever has the most points coming out of it is in correct. first, second, third. Whatever. Then, in the qualifying rounds, for example, the Islanders Panthers will be a best of five with playoff overtime implications. So it'll be basically a playoff series, but best correct. of five. Now they're saying for round one quote unquote after this qualifying round they haven't determined yet how they're going to do the setup it's either going to be bracket like for the islanders yes about a week ago it came out that looked like a bracket where the islanders were actually the winner of the islander panther game was supposed to play tampa they didn't announce the round robin part though that changed in the week so i think that's the best thing that they did was change that because now you don't know who your second opponent's going to be and it's also like all right, Tampa Bay knows that they're going to play either Islanders or Panthers. All right, cool. We're only watching those games. Who's not sick on those teams? Who's playing the best right now? Like, they're going to be able to scout. Now it kind of opens up a little bit. And, again, they haven't decided if they're going to do – it says here, conference-based playoff bracket format or each round determined by seeding. Right. There, You have to determine it by seeding. This is what the NHL does, though, because in the normal regular – the normal regular playoffs are a bracket. You play your divisional bracket. It's the dumb. It's dumb. Because, like, the Islanders and, you know, they played Pittsburgh, right? I think, like, seeding-wise in the league, in the conference, that was like a 3-5 matchup. Which makes year. no sense. Like, yeah, that, that there should be benefits to being good. Okay, so last year, if you went conference-wise, it was a 4-6 Tampa, Boston, okay, Washington, so, Islanders, Toronto, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Columbus was the was the ranking. Right. So here we go. Right there. The last year, Columbus won. Beat Tampa. Right? Columbus beat Tampa. Right. To, and they went on to face, I guess, Boston. I right. Think. Correct. Because they're in that they were in that bracket or whatever. So in that case, it worked out. If Tampa wins that series, Tampa and Boston, who were the best two teams in the league, have to play each other in the second round. It makes absolutely no sense. Right, yeah. I don't like the, the way the NHL playoffs set up. If Tampa won, they should have played, like... They would have played, played, played Carolina, 
who beat Washington. Yeah, and we would have played. And we would have played. Um, Boston. We would have we'll, played Boston. Because Boston beat Correct. Toronto, so we would have right. played Boston, and Tampa would have played Carolina if you left it the normal right. way. If Tampa would have won, or now, so Boston winning, they beat Tampa, they beat the uh, the Leafs. They have the benefit of now playing the Hurricanes, and we play. Uh, I what was the other team? What did we just say? No, no, no. Because remember, yeah. Boston didn't play Carolina. Boston played Toronto in the first round. But Washington played the, Carolina. Um, Washington played Carolina. But if we, the way it played out, right? Boston beat the Leafs. We beat the Pittsburgh. Right. Carolina beat Washington, and Columbus beat um, Tampa. Tampa. So Columbus should have played. Uh, Boston, because Columbus would have played the higher the seed. seed, right? Right. Boston was the best seed left, and then Columbus was the worst seed left. And we would have played Carolina no matter what. So it would have been the same thing. Yeah. But um, again, I'm saying, if Tampa wins, if Tampa wins, and then Carolina still beats Washington, they should have played Carolina in- instead of. The, the Bruins. Right, the, I know what you're saying. Top- it should it should be seed. It should reseed. Reseed every yes. every round. And they never do. Right. The NHL's thing is they don't reseed. It just it's the way it's been recently. You know, after the once they've started this current playoff series system. So I don't like it. Right. They need to do a better job of just figuring things out and. They, so they need they to do it back. But here's my question for you. Yeah. Here's my question for you moving forward. Would you want the NHL to consider this long term? The 2014 thing? Yeah. Not without no. lo- without lessening the season. No. I don't like it. Okay. If you make the playoffs, you miss the playoffs. That's just the way it works. That's the way life is. That's the way life is supposed to be, then. Um, yeah. There is also some news on the MLB front. This one was very interesting today. This is the salary thing you saw? No, not even the salary thing. That I, I saw the salary thing, and I actually have actually the numbers, the exact numbers for you. This is from, you have it from the guy, Jeff Passan, his tweets? Jeff Passan, yeah. So, yeah, me too. So basically, if you said 35, if you were at 35 million, which was the most anybody was making, you're going, you're going to cut to 7.84. Which is what I said. When I when we talked about this last week, I said, the big guys who are going to make, who make the most money are going to take the biggest pay cut. So Harper is going to – I mean, I don't think he makes 35. I think he makes like 30, maybe in the high 20s. He's going to go down to $6 million, But like – So what does somebody like – Blake Snell, who we talked about last week, is only going to get his cut in half. Right. So what does Blake Snell make? Blake I – th- I think he makes seven. Not Blake Lively. We want her to pitch for the race, but she will not You can there. look her up if you want. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I am not finding Blake Schnell's contract anywhere when you look up Blake Lively. Nope. So he signed a $50 million deal in March 2019. So that was last year. Um, right. His salary this year 
payroll salary is seven seven point six million. So ideally, he's right. going down to like a million and a half. He's under well, two million. Well, it says he he's under ten. He's probably making about two million dollars because it says ten is. But here's, there was the, two here's different... the other here's the other other side of it was that they say that based on that um, that the guys that were going to be cut further, so like that five sixty three, which is the lowest you could make. Which was going down to two sixty two, they would actually get cuts of revenue. As like bonuses. Which I don't understand because where's the revenue coming from? T V deals pretty much. Are, That's are, it. Are the cardboard cutouts paying for vending? For vendors? Uh, it's just a TV deal. That's what the that's the revenue, I think, I guess. So there's a second tweet. The second tweet Jeff Passan had is comparing prorated salaries to proposals. So like, so Blake Snell. So a rough one is, um, yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Hold, on. hold on. Here, you want a good one? So if you if you if you were to make ten million dollars, your prorated salary is. 5.06 million. The league is suggesting you get 3, 2.95. So there the league is like roughly suggesting on most of these half of the prorated salary. Right. Okay. But did you see Marcus Stroman's tweet? I did. And that scares but me. I I because I'm telling you now, the players, I'm telling you now, baseball has the hardest difficulty to come back because of the players. That's it. 100%. I, I, oh, just because, I don't know. It, the players want to be paid what they were, like, supposed to be paid. So I, I don't think that's that crazy, and I don't know why this isn't an issue in the other leagues. I guess because they have because they've already played their season, and nobody gets paid for playoffs, so it doesn't matter. And here comes, and here comes the other side of it: of if you start, let's just say, because they haven't even come to an agreement to starting again, so now you got to now you got to think about a training time, right? You're looking at. 10 days you need to get these players ready, right? Give or take. More than that. Maybe even more than that, especially for starting pitchers. You need like a a spring training part two, maybe 20 days. Okay, so now you're looking at maybe July. So now you're looking at not starting games till August, right? Where is your season? And where does it end? That's the thing. Um, they that's, so they have to get they have to get a proposal and something together to be ready by if they want to start play legitimately play this season, it has to be done like almost immediately because you have to get in. Even if you get in June tenth ish, you can get started by Fourth of July. I think that's three weeks. You should be fine by then. Okay. 
So you're going to get and then these you start ones. July 4th. You start July 4th, and that's enough time for a normal half a season, normal playoffs, normal World Series, all that. Okay. But you're going. You're, no matter what, you got to realize you're going to November for baseball. I, you'll have to push it a little bit. Even if you think about it, like the the All Star game is is you what can is like, cancel the like All Star game. I know what I'm saying is. Let me finish. The All Star game is usually like the 11th or 12th, and at that point, most teams are already past the halfway point. Usually, you're at like 90 games when you hit the All Star break. Right. So I'm saying July, August, September is just you're gonna have to even have to stretch the schedule that much. Probably it's probably just be a normal 82 games over 90 year stays. And there's no travel involved because you're going to be playing hub cities or or very close, you know, New, driving distance cities. All that matters is New York could do everything. So, Mets, I will sit there. Right. I will sit on one side. You can sit on the other, and we won't be at every game if they want well, us to. There, there was a guy <laughs> I talked to at work who said, like, they should do a raffle. I would. That would be interesting. Like, you could buy a raffle ticket. for. First of all, it would be a way to make money. You could buy a raffle ticket for ten bucks, twenty bucks, whatever, whatever price they want to pick, and then they pick like five hundred people to sit in the stands, and that you spread it out enough, and you'll be fine. Listen, you could do, you know, what does City Field hold? Forty thousand, give or take. Forty six ish, I think. Okay. Yeah, something like that. You can give me if they really wanted to, right? Let's just say they really wanted to. You can do 10 people per section. Spread out. Yeah, sure. And there's, I don't know, 40 sections on the lower level and then like 30 on the other two levels, something like that. So figure. You you could cut the stadium in half. You could get 20. You can get 10,000 people into that stadium. I, I that's pushing it. I would cap it at like five thousand. Okay. You could, but I'm saying, or cut off the upper deck, or just cut thousand. off the upper deck and only use the bottom two. But even like you can't fill that. Though. I'm saying there has to be like everybody with, has, with to, the has sex to be dolls. Like four they, with the sex dolls they used in Korea. I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> my brother-in-law said it. How do you not realize they're sex dolls? <laughs> <laughs> they literally said we had no idea what they were. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like I, I don't fucking Korean baseball league. I have no interest in the Korean baseball league. Like people are getting soccer, excited about dinos. I'm sorry. I have absolutely no interest in the Korean baseball league. I don't know, Ben. It's pretty exciting. It's riveting. Zero riveting interest. Riveting material that they are putting on the field. Okay, the Samsung whatchamacallits. I don't know. And the Kia Tigers. Yo, the Kia Tigers, Drew Gagno's throwing seven shutout innings for the Kia Tigers. Um, and what's his name? Our Corey boy Oswald. Chris Flexen. And Chris Flexen, right, is throwing gems <laughs> in the Korean Baseball League. I love it. 107 miles an hour. I'm, uh, ha- I'm happy for him. I want to know. First off, it's not 107 miles per hour. Because you got to realize they they throw in kilometers. No. So. Right, it's 107 kilometers. So what is that in? Uh, it's probably like 96, I think. 107. What is it? KHL? No. 
KHM. KM to miles per hour. Okay. 107. 94. 66. No, it's not. 107 kilometers per hour, two miles per hour is 66. That's wrong. Something's wrong there. Google it up, Vincent. Where did you see he's throwing 107 kilometers an hour? I saw a picture. It's at 107 under the thing after he threw a pitch. I think you're wrong. I think you're off on this. 107. Chris Flexen. Korean baseball. Hmm. I don't know that. Alexa, off. <laughs> Alexa does not know about Chris Flexen, by the way. Sorry, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Alexa, how do you not know about Chris Flexen? I mean, what are you good for? Yeah, I put her on mute. Chris Flexen, playing for the Dushan Bears. See, he would have made like $100,000 playing baseball because he's only making 600000 there. Sorry, it doesn't have his... Uh... I don't... I, the 107 can't be... It can't be right. It can't be. Listen. I stand for my boy Chris Flexen. Unless you do a change-up or something. I don't think he throws that slow. I'm just going based on the Twitter pages. Well, Twitter doesn't know. I just I just watched the video of Chris Flexen. It says he threw 121. And it's very clearly a curveball. 121 what? <laughs> oh, it says... Wait, it's a video. Hold on. Where'd it go? KH kilometers per hour. Okay, seventy-five. So what's a what's a, all right? So it's a seventy-five mile per hour curveball. Okay, like it's very clearly a looping curveball. So he throws a lot faster than that. Don't give me this Chris Flexen nonsense. I stand for Chris Flexen. Stand for Chris Flexen. What world do you live in? I don't. I don't know. My brain's in a weird place in the coronavirus. <laughs> stand for Chris Flexen. You were the guy. Who, wasn't he the guy who pitched at that Sunday? Who pitched that Sunday game against the Angels? No, he did not pitch the Sunday game against the Angels. That guy was Tommy Malone. Yes, and he gave. <laughs> and he was that the 2016 season. Um, I want to say yes. No, it was 2017. Are you sure? I'm almost positive because Reyes was on the team. Okay, because here was early it... in this season. Uh, I'm trying to find. Reyes didn't try... join us oh, later. we played the White Sox in 2016. Okay, so yeah, so it's 2017. So that was. Let's see. It's gotta be coming. That was an early in the season game too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, here it is. It was Sunday, May, May 21st. We lost yeah. twelve to five. Trout hit home run. 
Was and CJ Crone that. hit one on in the first inning. In hit the a grand slam. Inning, yeah. Yep. And then Trout hit one, a two run in the fourth in the second inning off Tommy Malone. And Jeffrey Marte hit one in the third in the sec, also in the second inning off Tommy Malone. Why did he keep hitting? <laughs> oh my god. And Simmons pitched hit one in the seventh off of Robles. I think we were gone by then. I we I think we left after like Trout hit the home run. We basically just went to go see Trout. That was basically Here's, the only reason we went. I got I have even better for you statistic from this game. Oh no. Matt Reynolds homered in the third inning versus Jesse Chavez. I mean The shortstop Matt, Matt Reynolds. Reynolds. What a bum that guy was. <laughs> Tommy Malone pitched an inning and a half, seven hits, eight runs, seven earned, two walks, three strikeouts, three homers. And you know who came in after him? Our boy. We have a lot of boys. <laughs> Raphael. Montero. <laughs> what a bum. We had so the, I'm gonna give I'm gonna read off these names right now for you. So we had Tommy Malone start the game. Rafael Montero pitched three and two thirds. Then we had Neil Ramirez pitch an inning. Hans, oh, God. Hansel Robles pitched an inning. Edgen and Seawall. <laughs> it sounds like that team. <laughs> what a All right. Should we go through the lineup that day? Because this, this is... We got Mikey okay, leading so off. We got Mikey leading we, off. We got Wilmer batting right, behind right. him. <laughs> that was still Conforto leading off territory. It was also they had won the two games before that. I distinctly remember... They won the two, so it was like a Sunday getaway day, where they were had already won the series. Right. So they didn't give a shit. And also, there was it was like a weird week too. So that was probably why they had Tommy Malone pitching, because they played Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. But I feel like there was some, and they were coming I, off of a West Coast trip. See, to, somebody got hurt, obviously everybody got hurt that year because Tommy Malone made more than one start. Like he made a start and pitched like decently, and then they were like, "Okay, let's give him another chance." I think. First, it, I mean, first it might off, have you know Tommy Malone is still on a team. On whose team? Apparently, he's on Seattle. Oh no! I right guess. now, he's a non-master invite to Baltimore. I mean, if you, if they let the Baltimore Orioles look at you and go, <laughs> maybe you have a problem. Just, you need just to retire. Quit. Just quit. You need to stop. Tommy so, Malone appearances. Tom Malone. 11 Tom games, 5 games started. For the Mets. In 2017. Yeah, he made 5 starts. I, I knew he pitched a little bit. The third most similar pitcher to him, by the way, numbers-wise, is Dylan G. Listen, that's, <laughs> I, that's ridiculous. Dylan G was a decent pitcher. <laughs> Dylan G had moments. Was it Dylan G or John Neese who I almost got on my jersey but then got hurt? It was John Neese. It was John Neese. <laughs> I'm getting that. I can't wait to get my John Neese jersey. And then, do you remember how afraid we were for that game? That 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 Fourth of July game. That was um, Texas, right? Yes. yes. That that wasn't the same year. No, that was. That was like 2014, I want to say. What? I want to say that game was 2014. Yes, because July 5th. Was it had it. to be. It had to be because you booked Granderson instead of John Neese, and that was his first year. 
Right. And they got poured out. Right. We went on the fourth. Yes. And because they got because they got rained out like either the day or two days before or something happened where there was just such bad rain where we ended up seeing Darvish. Yes. Oh, I'm going to so blow your but mind we won in this game. game. I'm we about to blow your mind. What, what are you blowing my mind about? Lucas Duda that? first inning home run with one on and two outs off of you, Darvish, in this game. Mm-hmm. And then Travis Darno hit a two-run double in the eighth inning to win the game. I remember. I remember <laughs> it as clear as day. Okay, so this lineup was the greatest of all time. Eric Young Jr., Granderson, Murph. I mean, EY was great. Bobby Abreu. <laughs> Lucas Bobby Duda. Abreu was hitting. <laughs> Duda. Duda was behind him at first. Eric Campbell was at third. Travis at in center at catcher. Where Ru- is David Wright at this point? Him. No. It's July in the middle of the year 2014. David Wright. Where was David Wright? What do you think? He wasn't. That wasn't even. That was before he was. You know, injured. David Wright. I guess 2014 wasn't great for him. So wow, we blew Eric. up Darvish. I think that was Darvish's rookie year too. No, I don't think so. So. Darvish went five innings, five hits, four runs, four earned, two walks, and six strikeouts. All right. Who so, were the other two runs? Hold on. I got to tell you our pitching matchups for that game. First off, we had Johnny's, who pitched a third of an inning, gave up two hits and a right. run, including a home right. run. And then he got hit and then he got hit with a long drive. He gave up a home run to Sin Shu Chu to lead off the game. I remember that. Okay. And then... Carlos Torres came in, four and two thirds. The, the our, ultimate long man. That guy was, <laughs> that guy was money. The master of holds, Vic Black, came in for an inning. Loved Vic Black. Now we are winning at this point. Keep in mind, and Jerry's familiar comes in and blows the save. Oh. <laughs> in the eighth inning, though, that, this is eighth inning familiar times. No, because he pitched an inning in yeah. the third. Says here he pitched an inning in the third. Hold on. Okay, but yeah, he pitched an inning in the third. Hold on, I'm growing down to the seventh. In, this, okay, in the seventh so inning, he in came the... in and he pitched the entire seventh inning. Okay. Um, where he gave up an error. Elvis Andrews on an error. Alex Rios. Okay, remember Alex so Rios? Remember Alex ball. Rios? <laughs> I do remember. Alex Rios was on the, the Royal team that beat us in the World Series the next year. <laughs> was he really? That guy was, he was. a Blue Jay for my entire right, life. He was, their, he was their right fielder. That guy was a Blue Jay my entire life. Um, yeah, I felt. <laughs> on, uh, Beltre singled, to, singled on a ground ball to third. What? Classic <laughs> Eric Cantwell. <laughs> um, Chris Jimenez grounded, in, grounded out. Uh, Andrew scored. Odor walk. Adam Rollis ground out and the inning. Naftali Feliz came in, struck out. Young, Grandy ground out. Murphy fly out. Um, 
Familia then pitched the one, two, three, four guys. Ground out, strike out, walk, single. So it was first and third. When they brought Henry Mejia in to get out of the inning. Who was the closer at the time? Who? The other thing I remember with this game. Which, which the Mets were up 6-4 at this point. But he also gave up a run in the ninth because God forbid the Mets ever, you know. And then in the, the game ended on a pop-up that like. Pop up the second. I, I know, but the pop-up was hit to short. And then the wind blew it to second, and it was like it was a it was a, an adventure. I'll never why forget. wouldn't it be? <laughs> I don't know because it was Murph trying to catch a fly ball. That's why it was an adventure. <laughs> but yeah, it's good times. We, I mean, I mean, Fourth of July games are always fun. But we usually go when there's a season because my my uncle's birthday is Fourth of July, so we usually go for right. his birthday, and. Now, I mean, there's no season, so that's depressing. So I think that the only two sports that have the best chance is football and hockey. Football keeps saying that they're going to have fans. I think they're out of their minds, but I, we'll, I guess we'll see. See, hockey, here's the thing. I, think see, we'll I was get thinking about this with football, right? And you're probably going to do some sort of, like, temperature-taking thing, I guess, when you walk in. But what is it to say that I have a head cold? And, That's what I'm saying. And my temperature is just 99.6. Like, what's going to be that line that determines if you're allowed in or not? But also, like, are you going to – you've been – you go to football games, um, you know, every home game. Are you going to want to wait the extra 10 minutes it's going to take for everybody to take their temperature? But that's the thing. Add it's up, the year 2020. Add up 10 my, minutes times 70,000 people. But um, first off, 80. Second off. Um, point more. um, put the thermometer in the metal detector. I'm walking through a metal detector. Bam! Temperature taken. I don't. I don't know about that. I I don't. I don't see it. And then, so you're telling me, like you said, you have a head cold. You have the the regular flu. You have anything? They're gonna stop you from coming in. I'm drunk. I, What's I, gonna stop me from coming in? I, I don't. You're drunk, so you have a, so your, your body temperature's higher. That's right. what so where's me. the where's and my leeway? Where's my leeway? There is no leeway. You try to walk in, piss drunk, <laughs> and your body temperature goes up. You're screwed. You're done. Goodbye. You're out, and then you have to wait two weeks before you're allowed back. So if you have back to back home games, you just cost yourself two it games. Just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but maybe I don't. Maybe they'll figure it out. I'm pretty confident hockey will come back. I also think basketball will come back because they usually know how to figure things out pretty well. I just don't Baseball, see them. Fi- they want to play a season. They want to finish the season so badly. Okay. Unless they They're sit down and say, figure- hey, hockey figured it out. We have to do that too. They're not going to be able to do it. Okay. Well, they're going to have to figure it out. And I think and my they opinion will is the Knicks get the number one seed in the East. Do, I, the NBA should I, do everything backwards. I mean... The NBA is a sm- is one of the smartest leagues, so like I think they'll figure it out, and I think it'll be fine, and they'll you know play their playoffs, and probably the Bucks will win the title, and that's it. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, bam, top twelve make it. Knicks are in. 
I mean, do you really want to watch the Knicks play a first round series against the I don't know, the Cavs or something? So if you're gonna give if you're gonna give the first four off the it's Cavs, Milwaukee, yeah. Toronto, Boston, Miami, and it would be the Pacers that the Knicks would play. Great. Do the Pacers have anybody good anymore? Do the Pacers have anybody anymore? No. Is Larry Bird still George play for them? Gone. <laughs> Is Lance Reggie Stevenson? Miller, he's still around? Is Lance Stevenson? No. I... <laughs> See, Lance Stevenson left to go to play with LeBron one year. I, mean, I don't know if he was on the, the After Lakers blowing this in year, his but ear. he was definitely on. After blowing in his ear. Right. I know. <laughs> Fucking weird. Let's see. Who's on this team? I don't know who Nate McMillan is. Nope. This is their Wikipedia page, not their roster. Baseball references. Basketball references. Justin Holiday. What are we looking at? Indiana Pacers. The Pacers? Okay. They have Justin Holiday and Aaron Holiday. They have I Jeremy don't know Lang. Who either of those people are. Victor Apapamolo okay. is on this team. Jer- oh, Vic Atetokounmpo. Uh, no, Oladipo. Oladipo, yeah. Um, okay. He's pretty good. Dougie McDermott is on this team. Dougie Buckets? Okay, so they have a good college team because Lamb was good. Wasn't that was? I think he went to UConn. He was good. Jeremy Lamb went to UConn. The Buckets was Yo, good. Yo, they got Jakar Sampson from St. John's. Like, they're stacked. <laughs> you remember God's gift to Choa from St. John's? <laughs> remember when people watched St. John's because they were relevant at basketball? I, I mean, Dwight Hardy. Good guy. Ron Artest. Not on the Pacers anymore. He's or not. The Saint, or St. John's. Or Saint or Saint John's. <laughs> well, we don't know. He may have changed his name again. That's true. So maybe he is still playing. So if the NBA was to do what the NHL is doing, Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami would be off. Indiana would play the Knicks. The Sixers would play the Bulls. The Nets would play the Hornets. The Nets are going to win the championship because they're going to get both Durant and Kyrie back. See, that's the thing. I don't think Kyrie is going to be back. They said he's been working awesome. out. Like he's like, if they Pain they said that if he goes to playoffs only, he'll play. But that's Kyrie Irving for you. Oh look, we're going to playoffs. I don't, I don't think the NBA is going to do a bracket like that though. I think they'll just do their top eight seeds because nobody wants to see the Knicks in a playoff series. Yes, you do. Like, it's so different. The 12th seed in the East in the, in the NHL is the Canadians. <laughs> Carey Price can steal two rounds out of nowhere. Carey Price and can like, win the cup. He could, he could, if he has a good 20 games, hot goalie done over Canadians win the cup. Then you, there's no chance the Knicks win, chance, win, the, win in the NBA Finals. There's zero chance. I'm telling you right now, you heard it here. Okay. The two hubs for the NHL is going to be Pittsburgh and Chicago. This way, when they play each other in the finals, the NHL gets exactly what they want. The only two teams they showcase. See, I I don't know. And their cities. I, well, that is also a benefit of this happening is of, of the 12-team the thing is Chicago gets in and Montreal gets in. I think most of the Canadian teams get in except for like Vancouver. I don't think they get in. Well, then, no, they do now. I think every Canadian think, team got in. I think every t- Canadian team gets in. Oh, except Ottawa. for the Senators. The Senators Ottawa. are back. Yeah, Ottawa's they, ending up with but besides three, that, Ottawa can end up with 
three picks inside the top 15, depending on where the Islanders end up. Right, and the cent- and they already have the Sharks pick who aren't in this thing. Right, which would give them the third best, o- which give them the second and third best odds at the first pick. Yeah, they they're gonna. Get, I mean, if they get, they could have the first two picks as possible. But like, there's the new NHL format. We didn't talk about this. That it gets Chicago in, it gets the Rangers also in, plus right. the Islanders, plus all the Canadian teams. Except for so like. Except for Ottawa, right? Well, so the TV revenue they get is phenomenal. It's definitely one of the hubs is going to be Vegas. They, they can't, like, the fact that you can't even, like, Vegas isn't even open. So if it's just them by themselves, there's plenty of room, well, there's plenty they, of hotels, they, there's a zillion restaurants. They already announced on the 24th, I think it was, I saw the CNN alert. Uh, Vegas is working out their plans. Every hotel has is officially been given a two-week notice to put out their exact plans. That include how many tables are getting removed and also how they're going to block off the slot machines. Right. So, like, I think Vegas is going to be a hub for sure. And I could see Pitt. I don't know. I Because I feel like if you're going to be – you're talking about a hub, right? You have to hold 12 teams, in your in your area, is there enough hotels in Pittsburgh to hold twelve NHL rosters? Yes. That's twenty three guys plus they, all the coaching staffs. I don't people. know. I've never been to 50 Pittsburgh. Fifty people to set up. Well, that's why they selected the cities. They selected the cities based on all right, what cities are going to have the availability for us to put people in. That's yeah, how they... but again, it's it's like. 60 people, you know, 50, probably 50. say 45 50. people. He said 50 people uh, for team. travel. Because you got to realize right. so that's... you're getting 20 to, 20 to 22 guys, right? Because you're going to get 20 guys who play plus two extra guys just to have injury-wise. Maybe even more, right? Plus you're looking at four, at least four coaches plus video review guys. Right, so that's We need our video 50. review guy. That guy sees the fuck in the dark. I, he's the best. <laughs> I mean, that was that was insane. The, seeing the fuck in the dark thing. But that guy was using the NHL 1997 on Fox Puck. <laughs> that 600 people. I don't, maybe Pittsburgh's not as big. I mean, I'm sure Pittsburgh's big enough, but they're gonna well, have to realize figure that, that they part. may not have to, they may not stay in those exact cities they may stay in like the little towns that are outside like Pittsburgh has a ton of, Pennsylvania has a ton of cities outside right outside of it but they need excuse me they need hotels and whatever to stay in right and well, restaurants so for example I'll, get, I'll tell you people. when I went to when I went to Pittsburgh Eagle. to see the baseball game right and we saw the baseball game that we talked about that if you listen to last week's show we spoke about um we uh we stayed outside of pittsburgh we didn't stay in pittsburgh so they have like mm-hmm. motels and stuff that are border around pittsburgh okay that kind of open up and i'm sure most of these big cities have i know chicago does chicago has a lot of room outside of outside of chicago right. the general like, part of chicago there's a lot of different if, cities inside there if, so chicago's an option if new york wasn't a hot spot it'd be a perfect a perfect thing because you can even use both arenas. You have three hockey arenas you could use. I mean, you can get <laughs> nobody wants to go to Jersey, but yeah. Well, no, I'm talking Barkley, Nassau Coliseum, and, and oh, Barclays, I didn't even think, yeah. Well, they did but use yeah, it you... in the 
in that uh, Mike Tarico that the buildings have been closed since March. They used Barclays Center. If you didn't see my tweet, I did tweet out how it wasn't fair that they actually used the regular season to show that arena empty. I mean, it's always <laughs> so. Like, yeah, they could use all three. They could use all four, I guess. Nobody's the trip going... from the city, the, the trip from the city to Jersey, isn't that different from the trip from the city to like Long Island? It's just like an extra like twenty minutes. So. Right, <laughs> it's the same. Also, they, they the shut down thing. the Marriott that's over there at the at the Coliseum, so that gives you eight, ten floors of empty right. empty hotel. That, so, like, what we're saying is why I think the NBA and the NHL will be able to figure this out for a two month thing. Like we said, the the NBA is going to Disney. You just lock down Disney. They stay at all the resorts and they eat there, and everybody's fine. I I think it sh- it should be able to work. Listen, out. if Jordan Hopefully. can build a, a an NBA arena by himself to play during Space Jam, the NBA can figure it out. Right, that's what I think. The S and D podcast channel. The perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us All right, now. so now is the fun part of the show where we just talk about random stuff. Um, so I don't know if you were following, I forgot what this page was called. Um, there's like this Facebook page that just keeps posting like the most random baseball stats ever. And I'm going to read off two of them for you. Okay. Okay. Which, where is this first one? Where is this first one? Actually, I saved the one so I can read that one off in a second. Oh, it's on my page. I shared that one. Um, This one I actually copied. Did you know? Seven baseball players who have been struck out by Nolan Ryan have had sons who grew up who were also struck out by Nolan Ryan. That seems pretty crazy. Right? Like, okay. Griffey's, Griffey's definitely one of them, I think. I don't know. Griffey never struck out. Who was this other one that I saw recently? This other cool one. I sent you something today. Um, right. I saw the one you sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll go over that one in a second. Uh, the Yankee one? The no. The Yankee one was funny. Here, Greg Maddox. This is called Base Baller is the, is the page if you want to go like it on Facebook. I mean, Greg Maddox is everything about and, Greg Maddox. And I want to – okay, ready? 2,421 batters faced in Greg Maddox's career. 133 of them saw a 3-0 count. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then it's absolutely – And then they posted this quote by him. No need to steal steal the sign. I'll tell you what I throw. It's an 89-mile-an-hour sinker, and you won't even swing at it. I mean, so here's the thing. He's right, and he was great, <laughs> and he's amazing. If you watch any of their games, though, he got like three inches outside as a call. Like, the umpires were ridiculous. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a, there, there's a famous game that I think it was against them, but, like, LeVon Hernandez struck out 17, and, like, they're setting up in the, in the left-handed batter's box, and it's call, getting called strike threes. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and do then, you want to get into the other thing you sent me? The the record that's unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go into that one. Okay. So you want to read it? You want me to read it? I'll read it. All right. Go for it. So it just says which record is unbreakable, and it's okay. 
It's only Barry baseball, Bonds, by the seven, way. It's only baseball stuff. Yes. Yeah. Four baseball records. It's Barry Bonds, 762 homers. Pete Rose, 4,256 hits. Nolan Ryan's, 5,714 strikeouts. And Mariano's, 652 saves. See, here's, here's problem um, number one. Here's problem number one right now. And it's going to be an argument for the rest of time. Is... Um, Hold on, I'm trying to find something here on my iPad here. Cool. So you have Pete Rose at 4,256 hits, right? If you, a lot of people argue that technically Ichiro broke that number. No. Sorry. But you you were born when you were born. Technically, people are going to argue that. You were born where you were born. Sorry. I I agree. I honestly, and this is not like, I'm not being you know, facetious or anything. Ichiro is one of the greatest baseball players to ever live. It, there is zero Did you see the video of him it. throwing it's... a baseball the other day from the pitcher's mound where they had four bats standing at home plate and he knocked all yeah, four down? And, and I'm just knocked like, them all down. like excuse me, sir. <laughs> um, defense, speed, the ability to, to hit the ball wherever he wanted. He was He's one of the best baseball players ever, but I can't count the Japanese hits. I just can't. Okay, fair enough. No, I agree with you 100% on that. I agree with the you. The problem, and uh, so the question here is which is most unbreakable. I only think one of these is breakable, to be completely honest. Which is? Nolan Ryan. Because oh. people strike out at an alarming rate at this moment. Okay. I actually agree um, with that. That's definitely the that that definitely is the easiest to break. I'm gonna say the unbreakable one is Rivera. The most unbreakable. That's you're probably um you're probably right about that. People go through uh, closures now like it's water. Yeah, closers don't relief pitching in general is a crapshoot at this point for the most part. I mean, there's a couple guys that stay consistent every year, but for the most part, it's it's pretty much crapshoot. So yeah, I. And I'm going to tell you this: there's only one active pitcher right now who has over 300, who is two over 300 saves. Kelly Jansen has 301, and Kimball has 346. And they're both, like, barely hanging on. Both in the Kenley league for Jensen 10 years. Took a huge You're not step gonna... back. Oh, and Chapman's right. got 273, but, but again, a... Chapman in the league for 10 years. Chap- Chapman might be, be the one that has the best chance because Jansen was not the same guy last year. He took a huge step back. And Kimbrell was a free agent half the year and then went to the Cubs and stunk. Right. And think about this. Only, so, like, two, play- only two players have ever made it over 500, <clears throat> and that's Rivera and Hoffman. Yeah, I he's that's Lee probably Smith, the Lee most Smith number. is three on the list at four seventy eight. Wow, K Rod's number four. Did you know that? Is he? Yeah, four. I was going to say Wagner's number four. Four thirty seven. Franco at five at four twenty four. Right, and then Wagner. Wagner at four twenty two. Yeah, you know what? If, right you, there. And you know, and I want you know what's interesting about it is. Does Wagner get to 500 if he doesn't need Tommy John surgery? Probably. 
that year we were good 2008 right he still had stuff left when he got hurt right he got traded at the or the trade at the end of 2008 no near the 2009 he got traded he got traded he got hurt like at the he got but hurt. he got hurt like at the middle of 2008, like toward, middle toward the end. Right. So maybe. Um, but then he also wasn't a closer after that right away. Like they traded him to Boston, he wasn't their closer, and then I think he had to kind of like work his way back up. I'm looking at strikeouts at the moment. The current active leader, because CC just retired. Um. Is first Verlin. off, first off, forget this. Forget whatever you're about to say for a second here. More important. Okay. Things. Okay. Can't be more important, but okay. So I'm looking at his transaction history. Billy Wagner. November 3rd, 2003. Gets traded by the Astros to the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Is this the same guy? Oh, no. Never mind. Different guy. But anyway, the Phillies released him. After a couple years. I forgot he was on the Phillies. Signed with us November I mean, 2005. He left. He was a free agent. He, was, he didn't, right. they didn't cut him. Well, it He's says like, granted free agency, but yeah. Yeah, he left as a free agent. We traded him for players to be named later in August 2009. I know one of them, for sure. Which one? Chris Carter. The animal. The animal Chris Carter, <laughs> yep. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget it. And Eddie Laura. Don't know who that guy is. But for sure, the animal Chris Carter. Who played like, was like a, the starting first baseman for like the half of the next season. Didn't isn't he the guy who had like the all time leading home runs in like the minors? No, that's uh Mike Hessman, I think the guy's name was. Oh, I remember that. And he homered like his first at bat. He did, Hessman. he had a homer, yeah, but the it's, it's, like, um, it's like going okay. into the conversation we had about Mark Redman the other day. Yeah. Mark <laughs> so Verlander, who is currently thirty six and fifteen years into the league, has Basically, 3,000 strikeouts. 3,006. The record, Nolan Ryan's record, is 5,714. So he needs 2,700 strikeouts. And he's been getting... Let's see how many he's been getting lately. In the threes, right? He had exactly 300 last year for the first time in his career. So you have to assume... Let's say two fifty. He needs another. Who is that? This is Verlander. He, he needs another like eight seasons, nine seasons. Wait, at he needs two hundred and f- oh at two fifty. Yeah, he's not doing it. I'm saying he he gets about two fifty a season. His actually his game at hundred like his season average they have here is two twenty six. I'm rounding it up to two fifty because he's been good lately. But he has to get another twenty seven hundred, so he has to do that for he has to do that ten times. Right, he's not he, doing. He's it. not pitching for another ten years. He's not pitching until he's forty five. <laughs> so I mean, even maybe that that's not even breakable. I mean, the next guy's in the list, Scherzer. But Scherzer, I don't know how much he's got. You know, right? He's Scherzer's in... at twenty six hundred, but he's also been twelve years in the league. He's thirty four years old. Okay, so I so I brought up, I also brought up, the home run numbers, right? Pujols is the closest at 656, who, again... He's is, done. He's done. Yeah. Cabrera is next at 477. He's done, too. <laughs> and then the next one's Edwin Encarnacion at 414 and Nelson Cruz at 401. Yeah, so that's not that's not getting broken by anybody 
who's currently close. Let's but I see think where that's Pete breakable. ranks on this list. <laughs> what? Let's see the number Pete ranks on this list. I mean, they cut him off. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, He'll be Trout on this list starting this year, by the way. He'll be in the top thousand Trout, starting this week. Trout might be able to get Bonds' record. It's possible. Eric Thames has 93. Remember when he was good yeah. for like three weeks and then never heard from again? Yeah, he was good. Maybe he had he had a good season you know that who, was actually just like a good month. You know who's on this list, man? Wellington Castillo. Beef Wellington. <laughs> All right, here's a name very deep down this list that you can picture. Is nope. Two of them is Shaw and Bergman. Correo, Miguel Franco. Okay, these are guys that are Jet Lowry on this list in that 870 range. I mean, just no. <laughs> I'm just thinking about guys who haven't been in the league for more than five years. Conforto's in the top 820. Yeah, but I, no way. 109. You know that? I think here's, 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 a, here's a fun fact. Michael Conforto is one career home run behind Aaron Judge. Yeah, but he's also like a year young. Has an extra season, yeah. He has an extra season, yeah. Conforto has the extra season, by the way. Yes, he does, yeah. <laughs> um, Cody's in here. He's only been in like three years. Um, what is that? Like 100 and something? 111. Yeah. Justin Turner. How many does Trout have? Trout's the guy. That's the thing. The thing about the offensive, no, home, the home run number, is Trout. Trout can hit 40 home runs for the next 10 years. The, Lindor's, at one th- just... Lindor's at 130, only been in the league for five years. I don't think so. He's not really a home run hitter. Daniel Murphy is in here. Number 620. No. The thing about you know the, who the home Daniel runs Murphy do, the is in ahead of is Carlos Bayegra by one. The thing about the hits is it, it's people don't try to get pure hits anymore. They're It's Swinging all, you know... It's either walks or home runs or whatever you can, you know. There are very, very few contact hitters. There are only a couple Jeff McNeils in the league left. Yandy Springer's at 160. Cespedes 163. There's no way he's over 200, right? Who? I haven't hit... Trout? Trout, yeah. And I'm about to hit 200. Alright, so I've hit 200. Josh Hamilton is at 200, by the way. You think they included his um, home run derby? No. (laughs) He's also two two behind uh, Todd Hundley, by the way. 285, Trout has. Okay, so where is he at this list then? Okay, so there's a 240s. Okay, here we go. He's number 172. Correct. He's about to pass Frank Thomas, Carlos Pena, and Bernie. And my boy Brian Giles. So, hold on. 762 minus 285. He's 477 away. Divide that by 40. That's a... That's, 12 seasons, basically. He has to hit 40 home runs for another 12 seasons. That's tough. 
He's got to have a couple again, 50 home run seasons in there. We're talking about all time here, so nothing's going to be easy. But that guy, he's only... And you're getting... Only... And think about this. You're about to get a shortened season. Yeah. I'm... So who knows where None he lands these... in a shortened season. The idea of any of these records being broken is pretty crazy. But I think Trout breaking the home run record is the most realistic outcome of all of of anything. Or the hits. Where's Trout on hits? He doesn't have that many hits. People don't get hits. Like, he's never had a 200-hit season. Really? Yeah. It's his highest... He gets basically... He has he has a 182, a 190, and then he basically gets 170 every year after that. Except for the last few, because he's had some injuries. Yeah, but think about this, right? He gets, you said, about 170 a year, right? Yes. What's his hit number right Rough. now? 13-something, it said. Hold on. Uh, 1324. Okay. 13. So he basically needs 3,000 hits from this moment on. He needs three. Right. Correct. He needs 3,000. I'm looking at it right here at the calculator, right? Now, divide that by, let's say, 10 more seasons. Okay. That's two, 295 that's a season. It's 300. Yeah, it's not gonna be, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. But hits are going to become more realistic for him as he gets older. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I don't think so. I don't think he's going to turn into Pujols when he leaves the, uh, when he goes to St. Louis because they're going to feel bad that, you know, he'll feel bad. So he'll take the $30 million a year from St. Louis that they wanted to give Pujols. No one's close right now, hits-wise. I'm just looking at it now. I mean, the the top three active are Pujols, who has 3,200, Cabrera, who has 28, and Cano has 2,500. But, like, nobody is... Nobody's above, like, 2,000 that's really going to make a run at it at the moment. So it's tough to even, like, see. Yadi's almost done. Ryan Braun's next on the list, almost done. Vado taking a big step back. Again, Edwin Encarnacion. Edwin Encarnacion's had a heck of a career. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. <laughs> this, guy, this guy's going to end up in the Hall. We're going to look back when we can hear that he's in the Hall of Fame. We're going to be like... That guy got in, and Carlos Delgado did not get in. (laughs) Yeah, um, I mean, don't even get me started on that. (laughs) That's beyond problems. Yeah, I don't know. I think the hits might be the most unbreakable. I think I'm I'm switching to hits. I don't know. Because I'm at 17. Again, relievers come and go like water. I know. They're all, I mean, the records are crazy, to be honest. Did you watch, speaking of records, with the 30 for 30 on 98 coming up, did you watch the Lance Armstrong? I did not watch the Lance Armstrong. It's recorded, but I, I recorded yeah, it, but it's not watched. We have it recorded. My dad was watching it the other day. I just, I said, I, I still think that's going to be one, like, like I'm going to be done with Sons of Anarchy and just be like, you know what, I'm going to watch Lance Armstrong. Like, it'll be a Sunday, yeah. it'll be raining, and I'll just be like, all right, I'll just watch this. It's, it's one of those things that, I think, first of all, I'm going to have to pay more attention to when I watch it because he's the only person I know. Him and, like, there was that other guy, Floyd something, I think his name was, or Lloyd, I don't know. There was one other guy 
But, like, I don't know anything else about any of this. So, like, this is something that I'd actually be learning watching a documentary. Right. Um, and what was the other thing that was on since we recorded last? The Owen Hart ring? Um, there was an Owen Hart set thing on last week. I don't know if you caught that. I did not. So there's this channel. Um, I know it's on. It's like 160 something on Optimum called Vice. They do this thing. This was apparently season two. Um, it's like beyond the mat type of thing. I forgot what it was called or over the rope or something like that. They did one on Owen okay. Hart last week and it was just like, wow. Um, how much that they could have prevented. Right. It was just crazy to see it. Apparently they had one a couple of weeks ago on like Ben, um, Chris Benoit, like just, Yikes. yeah. So like they're all apparently on YouTube. I'm sure I'll get into my whirlwind of, uh, Right, yeah. Random YouTube <laughs> watching. Um, I mean, I, te- I texted you this, but I watched Henry Mejia's saves from 2014. <laughs> Don't know why I watched it, but it was there. Um, you want to get into some quick Twitter topics when is, before we go? Before we do that, is when's the Doc Holiday E60? Uh, E60? I Isn't don't that like know. this? I think that's this week. Uh, imperfect i'm not looking forward to watching that because i I was talking to my brother-in-law about it it's friday at seven by the way yeah it's very like he was one of the best pitchers we ever watched i know but like and now also his wife just his wife just comes out and says he was an addict yeah that's what's gonna hurt him that's what's gonna like i know this is gonna ruin his reputation i think i've said this before but like my dad got um like behind the like literally behind home plate tickets from some guy he worked with and this was it was like 2010 or 2011 i think and it was so it was like 10 rows behind home plate right there phillies mets and doc was pitching for them and it was like this is the best picture i've ever seen and i'm watching it like the umpire basically like it's uh, it was amazing but like and yeah, like you said, he was for that short stretch. It was you know it wasn't long because that's just you don't last long. It's kind of like Pedro, where he was dominant for a short stretch, but crazy dominant, and it didn't last that long. You know what's crazy is like he got more dominant it seemed when he went to Philly. Yeah, even after you know the great years in Toronto that he had, then he was obviously dominant the the no hitter in the playoffs in Philly and the the perfect game in Philly. So but I'm gonna like, give you two quick holiday game stories, okay? So, Danny had Holiday on his fantasy f- baseball team one year. And they were pitching, I believe it was up in Toronto against Detroit. And Jeremy, what was his last name? Jeremy Bonderman, I think it was. Was that his Jeremy name? Jeremy Bonderman. <laughs> yes, it was. That Him was and Doc Holiday. Him and Doc Holiday were both on Danny's team facing each other. And I'll never forget that Doc Holiday got a nine-inning win and Bonderman pitched eight in, eight innings and gave up like three hits. <laughs> That's pretty good fantasy. What? <laughs> I'm like, you have got to be kidding me that this just happened to you. And I and if I remember correctly, I was playing him that week. Now the other holiday story. That was the first time, and you can actually look this up. It was during the Chicago Blackhawk Philadelphia Flyers Stanley Cup Finals that he threw the perfect game. 
and I was at the Long Island Ducks game with my friend Jordan, and we were driving back, and you know how those highways are, how the southern state is, when you were driving back, somehow we were able to get, I think it was either the Phillies or the Florida Marlin radio broadcast in my car <laughs> in the middle of Suffolk County. And we heard the, the we heard hell? the perfect and we heard the end of the perfect game. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There are my doc Very stories. Strange. There are my doc stories. I've seen him pitch a bunch of times. Remembering watching him pitch vaguely, like specific games, no. Yeah, like I said, it was just I re- that one game stuck out in he, my. In he my was mind. the guy. He was definitely the pitcher, though. That like when the Mets were playing the Phillies and you had tickets, you looked to see if he was pitching. Right. And you didn't care because you're just like this is uh, this is the best uh, of the best. Did you watch the golf uh, thing yesterday? No. Or two days ago. I did not. I watched some of the highlight yeah. stuff. Payton Payton is hilarious. I think Payton's just like hilarious, uh, hilarious human being. And Tom Brady ripped his pants. I did see that. It's also the first mm. loss for Tom Brady without Belichick. <laughs> first of many. First of many. Um, uh, you know what's interesting? I was thinking about this. We haven't even spoken about this. Cam Newton is a free agent. Still. Right. And it's not you know, like well, I, it's not like you can say, okay, I'm going to go to New Orleans and go beat my beat the hell out of the Panthers two years in a row. Well, that's what I, – I think it came out – I think he said it yesterday or the other day that – well, they were talking about it on that First Things First show. Okay. Um, he – either he was annoyed or somebody said he should be annoyed that Flacco got a job before him. Well, yes. And they were like, no, because he's not accepting a million dollars to be somebody – to be Sam Donald's backup. Like yeah, sure. If if he was willing to take a million dollars and be somebody's backup, he would have a job by now. But okay. he wants to start. And at this point, I don't like. I don't see any position where he's gonna go. And honestly, a great spot for him would be Miami right now, because that division's wide open. We're not sure if two is gonna be ready. It, 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 you know, you don't have to push him if you have a quarterback. Yeah, but if that's the case, then go to if that division's wide open, go to. Go to New England. Well, I don't think that's the thing. New England obviously would, could use a starter, but they seem like they're pretty much going to stick with the the kid that they have. So, so I'm looking. Miami's at the... the perfect spot because so... you could just rebuild yourself. Nobody's expecting anything of you, and you just you have to get your mojo back, basically. But, but here's the thing: there's nobody for him to really play with on that team. So you got to think. So I started thinking along the lines of. Who can use a starter that's playing Carolina? Because, you know, it's one of those, does he want, like, the quote-unquote, oh, you, you let me go, I want to show you I still have it type of thing in his mind. And when you look at their schedule, they're playing, um, in Carolina, they play the Raiders, who have Derek Carr and Mariota. So they're both, they're super young, and they're probably, let's face facts, they're, they're, they may be going into the year playing for the kid from Clemson. Um, mm-hmm. Arizona's not a quarterback. You're not getting, you're not going there to play. You're not going to go to anybody in the division. The Bears are not good. They just signed Fult. They just traded for Foles. You're not going there. Um, the Lions aren't going to start you. And the Broncos aren't going to start you. 
Right. I... So, really, he doesn't have an opportunity to be like, All right, I'm going to go play here and play there. Now the question becomes, what's their future like, right? Because, like, if you remember, when they let Steve Smith go, he said, I'm going to play, a t- play for a team that plays the Carolina Panthers this year that want me on their team, and I am going to circle that calendar. Yeah. I'll, I, I think the most realistic option for him at the moment is stay active, stay ready, somebody gets hurt, and you get a job. That's I think that's his most likely outcome at the moment. Because I don't see a spot for him where it's a good enough spot where he can kind of get his... Because, like, he, he apparently was hurt at the beginning of last year. He did not look good at the beginning of last year. Like, they lost to the Bucks, Right. Because he just couldn't move On anymore. That night. And he's never been that accurate. So if he can't run and he can't throw, then he's, got nothing. he's not very useful. Now, maybe this time off did his body some good and he can get back to running a little bit. So, 2021 opponents at home for them, opponent-wise, is going to be the NFC East and the NF- and the AFC East. So, again, New England. You want to go to New England? You want to go? Well, I, I said want- Miami. Well, they're playing Miami on the road, which, again, turns into the whole Steve Smith thing. It doesn't matter where it is as long as I get to show up my old team. But then but he's taking he multiple. But against the Panthers? That's the thing, though. But he's going to know the answer to that. I don't think so. He when doesn't he, seem like he, a guy to hold grudges. When when he when he's upset, he just sits there silently, so nobody's ever going to know what he's feeling. He just he just so Instagrams maybe, and hieroglyphics. So maybe he is, because he's silent. See, if he didn't care, he'd be yeah. all excited and be like, "Yo, I'm going to go play on this team with my swag." But he's not. I don't know. I just That's think true. it's going to be super interesting to see. Somebody, I there's going to be a team in camp that goes into camp and says, oh my God, why do we not have a starting quarterback? You know who else is I, another good spot? You're saying the South? Jacksonville. Um, What's his name is not the answer. Let's face it. Yeah, me, I don't think so. He was pretty good. But he, he wasn't was exciting like... in the way that he just was, just kind of like gave him... Right, he... He's kind of he's a gunslinger kind of guy, and he can run a little bit. Gardner Minshew is his right. Name. His name escaped me for a second, but he's not uh, terrible. And the backup, their backup is Mike Lennon and Joshua Dobbs. He can easily who, go there oh, and win that. He can easily go in there and win the comp and win he the could. job. Yes, he could. Because in Miami, with everything opening in Florida. They're still discussing mini camps and stuff. I think that Tua may actually have that opportunity to start. I don't it know. It depends on his health. It's going to depend on his health. But I think he actually had he had I'm not going to give him an over 50% chance, but I'm going to give him an opportunity. That's right. If I he goes to Jacksonville, he'll win that job. There's no question. And at least you can say he has people to throw the ball to. He has Tyler Effort there. He has D.D. Westbrook, who wasn't terrible. D.J. Chark wasn't bad. Leonard Fournette's still the running back right. there for the rest of the year, and then he's out. But but if he goes to Miami, Miami Dolphins, 
depth chart, right? Let's see. Sure. Who's on this team? There is nobody on this team. <laughs> there, like literally, it's just it's just empty. The whole depth chart. It's just like we don't even know who's playing for this team. Okay, he has Devontae Parker. He's not bad. He has Devontae Parker and Alan Hearns as their receivers. Again, not bad. Matt Bray as the running back and Jordan Howard. But again, I don't see him wanting to go to someplace and say, hey, Tua, here's my arm. Hang on and watch me. Right, but that's what he... I'm not saying he has to do that. He has to go to a place to get his... You know, himself back on track, his mojo back. Right, and I agree He's with that, but I think... for this long for no reason. And I think Miami is not the spot because it's going to be Fitzpatrick's year to train Tua. If Tua doesn't play, it will be... They, they are set up for a future of Tua with either Ryan Fitzpatrick starting and Tua eventually taking over or Tua being the starter and Ryan Fitzpatrick just being the backup and being the mentor. If they bring in if they bring in Cam right now, you push Tua back a year, and I don't think it's worth it. You don't you don't you don't draft a guy that high to push him back a full year because of Tua, unless Ryan Fitzpatrick goes off. You know, it's kind of like when Rivers was in San Diego and you had to stick with Breeze for two years because Breeze went off. But again, yeah. I, I don't think that's a scenario where Cam will be like, yeah, let me go mentor Tua. He hates Alabama. That's true. Probably, I don't know if it's true. He went to Auburn. So he he went to Florida like first. Remember, he went to Florida first. Cam? Cam went to Florida first, got suspended. You didn't know this story? I, I've never... Heard this story before he went life. to Florida first. Let me find out what year he was in Florida. College, college. Okay, so. Ah. Newton initially attended U of, U of F, where he was a member of the Gators team in 2007 and 2008. He was also the starter in 2007. Okay. And he also played the season opener in 2008, but broke his ankle. So he had a red shirt for 2008. And then in November, he got arrested on a felony charge, so they threw him out of school. He stole laptops out of other kids. I did not know that. Then he transferred to a a community school. Yeah, but he was only there. That makes sense because he was only at Auburn for one year. Right, because he went to a community school. He played the year at the community school. Technically, he has a uh, he has two national championships. He has a championship from the, from the Florida team. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Two thousand eight. He also has and two then... SEC championships. <laughs> Let's see. Wow, Percy Harvin, a two yard run in that game. Anyway, um, all right. With that being said. Anything else for, uh, it looks like you only have a couple more weeks of us just blabbering. That's a good thing. Yeah, Danny's, 
Danny's slowly uh, getting us back to us, and then we'll have some sports back, so we'll have some concrete things to talk about. Uh, anything else from you? Um, Leon Dreisaitl is the first German NHL player to win the Art Ross Trophy because the regular season's not happening anymore. Good for him. <laughs> no, that's all I got. Art Rose's points? No. Yes, points. Ah. So who won all the other awards? Well, the other awards they have to are voted on. So well, no, the other awards include um, who's who won the scoring title. That's the scoring title. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, oh, he won the, points, goals. The goals is the Rocket Richard. I think it was McDavid. I don't remember though. Let's see. Goals is Pasternak and Ovechkin tied for 48. Oh. Okay, so they both get it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, where's our goalies here? Oh, is it goals against or save percentage? That the I think it, it's usually like goals combined. Against. Yeah, what did, whatever. Um, Tuka. No, it, yeah. Tuka, Tuka, like, Tuka. Tuka had a 2-1-2. Because whatever, Leonard and, and Grice split it last year because they played... Neither of them played enough games to win it by themselves. Right, 100%. like it was like a it was like a team thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all right. Yeah, I get that. We, we we get nothing else. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So who technically wins the president's trophy? Uh... If you're going by point percentage, oh, it doesn't matter. If you go by points or point percentage, Boston has a hundred. And they have 714 point percentage. St. Louis is the second highest at 94 with 662 percentage. Yeah, so it's Boston. Yeah, so Boston wins the President's Trophy. And then that was it. That was the end of it. That's it. That was the end of it. Well, with that being said, everybody enjoy. Hope everyone enjoyed their Memorial Day weekend. Everybody was safe. Get ready. The phases, especially in New York. I don't know what's going on in Esper. Virginia, I forgot to check up on if they're open or not down there. Clearly, they're not based on our numbers from there. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in Hasper and Virginia is listening. I don't know how many people are in Hasper and Virginia. We don't have been. We're, we're getting a population here. We're getting population oh, God. Census designed place in London County, Virginia. 43,511. What did I say? I'm, not, <laughs> I'm pretty 100, sure. That... Like, like, a hundred of them listen to the show? <laughs> Every week. Hold on, hold well, on, hold on, hold on. I had this. We appreciate it. In the last 30 days, 680 of them. 4,066 of them in the last 12 months have listened to our podcast. Jesus, I don't Something's <laughs> going on in Ashford, Virginia. <laughs> People must be driving up and down Ashburn, Virginia, just boring. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Well, shout out to the 5,000 people, the 4,000 people from Ashburn, Virginia. In Ashburn. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. All those Capitol <laughs> fans are so bored. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they enjoyed our Cam Newton talk in Virginia. I don't know. Do they root for the Panthers? Maybe. I don't know. Auburn. Is an Arbor in Virginia? Yeah. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> Where is the University of Arburn then? Um I think it's in the state of Alabama. I could sound stupid saying that, but <laughs> well, judging it... by the rivalry, I think it's in the state of Alabama. 
Auburn University. Oh, I spelled that wrong. Shout out to Siri for not even helping. Auburn University location. Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> Would you like their zip code? No? With that being said, I don't everybody, need their zip code. We will talk to you guys next week. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates. Or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Everybody should definitely come to Baltimore. We have a way of speaking to each other through food. It's really renewed for me, my love of what I do. It's gonna take something far stronger than a pandemic to defeat us. All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. See what we've got going on. Plan your visit at Baltimore.org.